Okay. Okay. So we are being recorded. I yeah, guess so. Sorry. That that I've never, never heard that lady Did before. Not, get never on there. heard that one before. <laughs> no, your recording is in process. Oh, good. Yeah, this is good to know. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so you know, sitting and looking discussion now without names and things like that, but is just um, talking about this specific thing and how people can want to highlight issues and make a big right. thing of an issue. You know, it's just like, it's like, you know, well, it's, you know, where does this come from? Why do, and, you know, it's just, do we have to, you know, don't lose focus. And I think that's what a lot of people do is they lose focus of the mainstream theme rather than, uh, you know, who was it? Stephen Covey said, um, you know, keep the main thing the main thing, and and uh, Paul said, you know, don't get involved in doubtful know, disputations. Yes, these these intricate discussions about words and phrases and and stuff like that. You know, is right. Keep the main thing the main thing, and and it's like somebody wrote to me one day and said, you know, well, one translation. I, she sent me a somebody's message that's that she goes you know well um because this guy's it, it talks about i can't remember where the scripture was but it talks about in in the in the authorized ver king james authorized version it talks about yeah. wine skins but in the newer version it talks about wine bottles and huh. it's just more relevant to today's thinking you know but right it's like no, you're being deceived into the devil's thinking and you're going to go off course in, in, in your faith because you are reading a Bible that talks about bottles. And I Rather thought, than oh skins. Gosh, yeah. You've got to be kidding me. You know, this is now as religious as it can get. Because right. now we're having these doubtful disputations about whether it's wine skin bottles uh, or wine, you know, you know, wine skin bottles. <laughs> I suppose that's a good yeah, interpretation yeah. of it. But or or is it this concept or that concept? You know, we don't we don't like the the the, the idea of submission. You know, <laughs> we don't like the word submission, and uh, you know, we don't like to use that. And why does it have to be like this? And why do we have to say that? And can you know, it's just like you're getting off. You're totally getting off the point. The point is, you know, what is the main point? What are we? What is the theme behind this thing? You know, and right, that's important. <laughs> well, just like I was saying, you know, that guy that was that answered back on that uh, little little discourse thing that I I gave out on faith. Yeah. Um, you know, it that was a sideline that have have the faith of God or have God kind of faith. In yeah. fact, it says that in Mark eleven twenty two, have have God faith or have yeah. the God kind of faith or have, but yeah. it's it literally have God faith. But unfortunately, it says have faith in God, yes, uh, in, in King James or the authorized version. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and you look at that and you go, it's it's very unfortunate on some of these things because now all of a sudden you're trying to 
you're trying to get a point across that you're to see things from your father's perspective. You're supposed to have the faith that he has in these things. And all of a sudden somebody wants to argue about the word in, you know, that's not even in there. And you go, this is, this is so it's almost like somebody wants to try to, we got to have these little laws and these little ordinances and these little things that little hoops that you've got to jump through in order now to be a son of God. Yeah. And it's not, it's not that at all. I mean, you, I guess that's why it's so important to realize that it says have the faith, but not according to doubtful disputations in uh, Romans 14. And it says one man may believe something about, uh, you know, eating on a certain day or whatever, you know, but don't get into that argument. Don't even, don't even give yourself to those types of things because it's not worth it. And exactly. You just say there's so many more things that are more important at that point. Like you said, there's a there's a bigger picture here at stake, which has to do with with eternity. It has to do with the kingdom of God. It doesn't have it doesn't have to do whether or not you want to argue over a certain little point. Yeah. You know, c- can we eat shrimp? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, people can argue. I've heard people arguing over why you can't eat shrimp. And I'm going, this is, uh, <clears throat> yeah, back in the Old Testament, Old Covenant. Yeah, you weren't supposed to eat that type of thing. But, you know, now now what do you do with that? And so now do we help these people then in this particular case? Do we help them to the next level in, in Christ? Or do we do we just let them continue to think what they're thinking? Well, you know, that's the thing is I don't have time to sit and debate people on no perspective of things you know look the warfare uh, you know that's what paul talks about you know the weapons about warfare and right mighty through god putting down strongholds strongholds right. there is men's paradigms men's mindset men's way right. of thinking and right and so the apostolic war is to shift mindsets you know is just um it's it's stratomahi it's the it's the it's the warfare it's the strategy of shifting mindset the, the career of the apostolic amazing like apostles just want to set up churches but this you know right. that the true apostolic is about shifting because if you don't shift the mindset you don't shift the foundation of of right. in the temple which is us not not the building you know the physical buildings we are the building now are gone and so the right the shift has to take place within us and the foundations have to be set correct so that the building gets built straight. And if you're building on the wrong foundation, it's it's wrong. You know, it's just yeah. The the thing is, is not to be brought into the debate of it. Well, exactly, and that's the that's what I'm sorry that you know I got off track a bit. But is that that's the thing is that even though the 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 uh, the apostolic kind of you know career. Is to bring about a shift in in the in the mindsets. Um, is people, you know, I, I just don't have time to sit and debate a mindset because right. it doesn't matter what you say, they're going to interpret it through their through that mindset. It doesn't, right. matter, what, it doesn't matter how you put it. In, you know, you can you can say faith in faith of faith through through faith by faith for it, it doesn't matter to them it's that way and only that way and that's it period 
It's like, I think right. I mentioned this before, like one woman said, you know, um, we started talking about Christianity and, you know, church and stuff like that. And she goes, what Bible do you read? <laughs> oh, yeah. What yeah. to do with it, you know? Uh, Quran? No. <laughs> I'm reading yeah. the Word of God, you know? It's just like, uh, oh, well, we only read the, the um, King James Version in our church. Well, goody for you, you know? It's just I knew the right. conversation had ended at that point in time. It's just like anything that I'm into. So she said, well, what Bible do you read? I go, well, I, I like the Amplified and actually, you know, I, I read a whole a whole range of different translations so that I can get a, a good view because sometimes one brings out something better than the other one, you know, and just, uh, um, and that was the end of conversation, you know, because right. not that, you know, and, uh, and so we're losing, like you said, we're losing the focus of what is the main thing, you know, is it's about the kingdom of God, you know, uh, right. it's, about, it's about people's salvation. It's about influencing the world. And, we can't do it together because, you know, this church, you know, building institution to this one, we're busy debating like these little issues, you know, we wear ties right. while we don't, while we wear black clothes while we don't, you know, it's just like, what? It's so, yeah. um, that's religion. That is it. Yeah. <clears throat> and honestly, like, uh, like I've heard say before too. Yeah. I know that the scripture says about having elders, but, now are you going to disas? You know, is that now going to become a new religion where you can't do it any other way? You got to have, you got to do it this way. And I guess, I guess that's what I'm questioning right now is, um, you know, in my own mind, is there is there a way by Christ to do things? There is a way that seems right unto man. Right. <laughs> I guess I guess that's what it is. And a, and the key is right now is if I'm gonna build for him, I have to find out how he wants me to build. It doesn't matter what you're doing, like it says in the end of uh of the book of John, uh, you know, John is leaning or Peter's leaning over to uh to Christ and he's saying, Hey, you're saying that John isn't gonna die? You know what? You know, what's going on with that? Because you know, I don't, I don't understand this. And he says, what's it to you? Come and follow me basically. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I guess that's kind of where I've been getting to anymore is, is you go ahead and do what you're doing. <laughs> and I've, I've got to build according to the way Christ has told me to build. Otherwise I'm, I'm going against my own heart in some things. And um it's not that I'm there to change your mind. I'm not there to change your eye. Unless you come alongside, unless you're coming and want to go the same direction I'm going, then, uh, like Paul says, I have a certain measure that extends toward you, a measure of rule. Yes. Uh, but but it doesn't extend toward everybody. I don't have, you know, I don't have to correct everybody in the world that yeah. disagrees with me. Yeah, we don't need it. We don't need a world international ministry to. No. <laughs> No, with, with hordes of crowds of people. Yeah, I mean, it, it was like when when Jesus um, met that rich rich young ruler, you know, <laughs> or whatever he was, the rich young man, and he just and and he says, um, "Well, you know, what must I do, you know, to inherit eternal life?" And he right. says, well, um, you must do this, this, and this, and this. And he goes, oh, "I've done all those things." And he goes, "Okay, right. well, 
then you've got to, then what you need to do is sell everything that you've got, give it to the poor, and then come and follow me. And so Jesus was like presenting him with a different mindset, the mindset of, you know, it's, it's all about me and the kingdom, not, not about, about what you have. And, right. and, uh, and he, he just, he couldn't accept that. It, it just like he went away sad. Why did he go away sad? Well, because, you know, he wanted, he could see there was something there, but his own mindset didn't allow him to get into that. He, he just couldn't yeah. accept the fact that, and, and of course, the, it's interesting after that is that the disciples, they, they were like, what? Um, well, who can be saved? And he said, well, it's impossible with man, but it's very possible with God. And they get, well, okay, we've given everything away and followed you. You know, we gave up our businesses and everything to follow you. Uh, what do we have? And he goes, well, you've given it all away and you're going to have a hundredfold down in this time and with persecution and life eternal. You know, it's just like, so if you, sh- if you're prepared to shift, you, you get the benefits, but um, if you're not prepared to shift, you go away sad. That's just the bottom line. You know, you can be right. so, so steeped, so settled, so, uh, you know, concreted into your own, like, this is the way it's got to be. I want, I want eternal life, that guy was going, um, but I'm not prepared to make the shift. I, I want it, but I'm not prepared to make the shift. So, well, you know, this, this is the line. This is the way it works. This is right. the kind of, you know. And you suppose he was, you suppose he was asking about a formula. What must I do to be safe? Yes. Well, that's exactly what he was asking. And when Jesus, yeah. you know, Jesus kept it simple at first. He goes, okay, you must, you know, do this, do this, do this. According to the law, you know, he goes, right. I've done all those things, you know. But, and so basically he's going like, I've done those things and yet I'm not there. Right. <laughs> and Jesus said, what you're lacking is. So, you know, there was the there was the stumbling block. And I think that's what religion does. Religion looks for those formulas, those five steps, those debates about the technicalities. You know, how can I get this if if I get this? And yet, you know, why are you why are you asking me? Why are you listening? Why are you even because you're not where you're supposed to be? (laughs) You know, you, you can step into a greater place. Um, but you're not stepping into it. You know, what are you lacking? And that's the question, you know, I mean, it's a question I've had to ask myself many times. It's like, what, what, Sean, what are you lacking? I've done everything. You know, I've prayed in tongues. I've, I read my Bible yeah. every day. You know, I, I you know, do all of that. I go to church every Sunday. I tithe. But what am I lacking? <laughs> Something yeah. wrong, you know? It's interesting that Christ didn't chase him down. Huh? After he went away sad, he didn't chase him down. He didn't say, "Hey, hey, you know, uh, you know, let let me help you change your mind." Now he, let's negotiate this. Yeah, because uh, he wasn't trying. Just like Paul says, he he used to argue daily in the temple. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then he went off on the backside of the wilderness, and when he came back, he says, "I don't come to you anymore with enticing." words of men's wisdom the word i know we've talked about this before but the word entice literally means to to try to convince yeah yeah so i'm not here to try to convince you anymore but in demonstration of the spirit and power let me show you and it's more it was more of a heart attitude at that point than 
than trying to debate somebody into a certain way of thinking. If I can debate you into it, somebody else can debate you out of it. Yeah, exactly. Well, the saying goes, a man convinced against his will is of the same opinion still, you know? Right, right. So you can, you can convince a person for a while, but, you know, if they, if they haven't had, and that, you know, that, I, I tell you, man, that's, Steve, that's what, what really got me thinking about, to the de- about this deep uh, process of shifting a mindset. Because right. if we don't shift the mindset, you keep going back to what you always did. You know, it's just right, like, right. Um, and, and I mean, you, you, you see Jesus, he walks past Matthew and says, follow me. And he just keeps walking. It, right. it, doesn't, it doesn't like, you know, try and debate the guy. He just keeps walking. And, right. and, uh, and then, you know, Matthew drops everything. He was a scam artist. So he drops everything, runs off to Jesus and, and says, hey, why don't you come to my house for dinner? You know, it's just like, well, actually, it was like a whole day affair. So he went there for the whole day with all these fr- scammers and sinners and whatever else the Pharisees called them. And uh, but he didn't negotiate with Matthew. He didn't negotiate with with Peter and and James and the guys either. He just no, no, come follow me. Yeah. And when they did try and you know, it's like you 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 just see over and over again. You know, who's the greatest? You know. <laughs> Like this argument develops. Who's the greatest? You know, it's like, um, yeah, you guys are missing the point here. You know, right? Like, this is not the point. The point, the main point is in the kingdom. It's about servanthood, and that's what he brings it to. You know, it's just I love that. It, it just always, Jesus kept the main thing. The main thing. He didn't. He didn't run off on rabbit trails of, you know, it's just like, are you are you of, um, 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 you know, what he says. Uh, how did they say, where, where do you get authority from? They come to him. <laughs> where does your power right. come from? You know, where, where, do you have, where do you get this power? You know, where do you get this authority? And that was, uh, that was the interesting thing. They didn't question his power. They questioned his authority. Where right. do you get this authority? And he, so he just like, keep the main thing, the main thing. So where, does, where, does, uh, John, where did John the Baptist get, you know, his authority from? Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> is this a, is it heaven or where? You know, so we can't answer that. So yeah. It's just... Yeah, I, I'm wondering because I know that I, you know, you know the journey I've been on as far as just to find how God thinks, what He believes, you yeah. know, how how He actually believes. Um, because according to Galatians two twenty. The life that I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. So what what is his faith? What does he believe? How does he see this? You know, what is his viewpoint? And so it really has been a paradigm shift or a a shift of ideas. But the thing that really got to me, I guess the the little thing that flipped the switch is God has a certain thought intent purpose and motive which would be his paradigm it's the way he looks at everything yeah um and that's that is the word logos it's that it's the very thought intent purpose and motive behind everything god says yeah so that jesus christ at that point then would be his paradigm Jesus Christ is the very 
way that God sees everything. It's the way that he perceives everything that there is. That's what became flesh and dwelt among us. And when I guess when you see that or when I begin to see that, I thought there's there's so much more to this as far as the depth of this. And I'm just barely scratching the surface right now as far as to really find out how God God sees things because that it's not just enough to get down the scripture and and try to try to line my life up with with scripture because I can get very religious very fast doing that yeah yeah exactly uh, uh, you know it can be a dead work quicker than anything else is to try to line yourself up with that but to find the life of the spirit or the life yes. Uh, which is in Christ Jesus, to find that life of the way he thinks and not try to conform myself into that, but realize that I'm being transformed by him on a daily basis. I've been predestinated to be conformed into his likeness and image. He's at work in me, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. He began this work in me. He will also complete it. Uh, So if that's the case, then he believes certain things. The life that I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the son of God. So why not just believe the way he believes rather than, rather than trying to change everything, trying to find the formulas, trying to whatever, you know, why do I do that? And like you've said earlier, and, and, you know, like we both said a hundred times before, it's that religious thing. I, I'm trying to reach God-likeness. I'm trying to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And in order to do that, it, it becomes a dead work because I'm trying to perform something. I'm trying to make it happen. I'm trying to be more like Christ. Let me be like Jesus. I mean, I want to be like him. Well, I know that there's somebody else who said that he was going to be like the most high. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't want to be like him. I've got Christ in me, the hope of glory. Yeah. I'm going to live by what he believes now, not try to be like him. Yeah. The problem is, is that we're trying to change our behavior yeah. by, by imposing religious conformity. Right, it something from the outside. Yeah, it doesn't us. work. Yeah. You know, Jesus, no. Jesus said, you know, that, that was, he said, on, on the outside, you clean. On the inside, you, you're still dirty. You know, he said, right. you've got to get clean on the inside before you can get. And there has to be this inner transformation to get an outward manifestation. And, right. and we, we, we're trying to conform people to some kind of Christian way of, you know, being and and yet the the the, the mindset hasn't shifted i'm i'm like I, I think i've mentioned this before i'm always amazed it's like people, their posture of heart has yes it, it's like unless something unless the found and and you know that just came to me while i was talking earlier about it and i thought you know that's the thing is we we build a we build a church building you know so down the road yeah they built a new building and a church building and and so uh, you know, but they, they've got a blueprint and they see how the blueprint looks the, and the architects and the engineers and they get together. And now the builders have this plan that they've got to build on first lay the foundation from the foundation right. of the building. 
and and uh, and if it's not according to the plan, then the inspectors rejected. So they got to right. tear it down, and start again. Or if they don't, the building falls down. And we've seen that around the world. You know, different places, different things collapsing and stuff. And you find out afterwards that certain standards weren't complied with, or you know, weren't weren't you know um, adhered to. And, and the same goes for building the real church, the church, you and us as we and um, uh, we, we've got to have the plan built into us first. And right. we just, Paul says, I lay one foundation. Where did he lay that foundation? In the people. So right. one foundation I lay, and that is Jesus Christ. So the, the sonship of Jesus as the 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 cornerstone, the one measuring the plan is laid first. And, and that has got to be not just in spirit. It's got to be laid in mindset. You know, it has right. to be. It, and that's why he was, he went on in second Corinthians chapter 10, talking about, uh, you know, this is my warfare is to, is that casting down strongholds, you know, pulling them down strongholds. There is just that is like, if, if he, if we don't have that shift, you build the building wrong. And you, right. so many times, you know, you talk about tearing down, uprooting, plucking out, you know, so we can rebuild. And and many times, like, people don't understand that. And uh, uh, that, the, you know, it you constantly will be building with the wrong, with the wrong um, dimensions if you've not got that foundation laid properly inside that's true that's true and there's no way that a person can there's no way that a person can try to build something different than that either because you don't know you don't you will build according to what you know that's it plain and simple yeah that's it you're gonna build even on yourself yeah i mean i may try to I may believe certain things, or I may think I believe certain things, but ultimately it comes down to what is in my heart. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. he, And that's the way he's going to build. You can't get away from that. I can't, I can't build something different than who I am. Yeah, exactly. And and that's the thing is like people, you know, I speak about marriage, you know, relationships at times and on Facebook and stuff. And, and in different places. And, and people have like quoted and said, well, as long as you've got Jesus in your marriage, you know, everything's going to be fine. And I go, well, not really. I mean, you know, right. you've still got half of, you know, 50% of Christian marriages are still in breakdown in, right. in going into divorce and, and divorce is not, is a manifestation of something, a, a root that is happening in relationship way before the actual events. So we know that there are 50% of marriages out there are unhappy right now. You know, it's just like, right. and, and do they love you? Yes, they go to church. Yes, they put up their hands and pray in tongues, worship God, you know, and they lovely people as, as far as, you know, born again Christians filled with the Holy Spirit. And yet, uh, you know, they're getting divorced. I, I can, you know, I know many <laughs> And, right. and uh, it's just like, so we, what now, you know, um, where does it go from here? People are, are failing and they've got Jesus in their life, you know? So, you know, where does, where does this whole, where does it go from there? You know, it's just something is wrong. Um, and, right. 
but you know it's like if it's not just about it's like trying to conform to a jesus religion <laughs> it's conform you know you've got to You've, we've got to be conformed to his image and transformed into his likeness. That's a process only by the spirit of God, which comes because we we have a different way of thinking. And right. because we're building on the new creation, which is in Christ Jesus, our spirit man that's, that is changed in, with the life and the spirit of God in it and the joy, the righteousness, the peace, the joy, the life of God in it. Now we're building on the right foundation. Because how you think, like you say, is how we, and, and, and it's, it's interesting that scripture is, it's like, as a man thinks, not just as a man thinks, but as a man thinks in his heart. heart. Yeah. It's so in the very, very depths of the how core. we think. Yeah. And that's why it's interesting is that prayer, we, we might pray more talking than anything else. Right. We've we've turned prayer into just a talking process. Prayer right. is meditation. Should be ninety percent meditation, and that is a concept we don't understand in the Western world. Um, it, you know, God God tells Joshua, Moses tells Joshua. You know, so don't do not let this word depart out of your mouth, but right. meditate therein day and night. Right. That you may that you may do according to all that is written therein, and, and you see yeah. the, the doing, the the real, the true doing comes out of the depths, the transformation of who you are, which comes from the meditation. You know? Yeah, Ezekiel thirteen talks a little bit about that to some degree. It's talking about building a building. And uh, it says, lo, somebody has built a wall and another one has daubed it with untempered mortar. Yeah. And um, he says, your, your prophets have, have prophesied out of their own hearts and have seen nothing. <laughs> so he says, what I'm going to do, he says, because, because you've seen a vain vision and because you've spoken a lying divination and you've spoken something and then you hoped you hope that something would happen that would confirm it. So everybody else would believe you're saying it right. Yeah. So he said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to send a stormy wind that will rend this wall. So that the foundation thereof can be discovered. Yes. Because what I want to do is show you what your foundation is. I want to, I want to rework that foundation so that the foundation is laid in on something that is so strong, something that is so immutable and movable and, and un, undeniably unchangeable that now you're rooted and grounded just on me, the rock. And there's nothing else that you would see, taste, smell, hear, whatever that would change you from who I have created you as. And then I'm going to build from there. And part of that is right now he's having to, he's doing that in me in a lot of places is, is going back down. What do you really believe, Steve? Yes. I I've heard that. I've heard that probably 50 times in the last couple months, I'll be saying something. I'll be kind of talking to the Lord about something. He'll kind of complain a little bit. And he says, so what do you really believe, Steve? I yeah. said, well, I believe what you say. He says, 
Um, what do you what really do you, believe? <laughs> yeah, what do you really believe? And I say, well, I guess I believe that that hurts. Whatever it is, hurts. I guess I believe that I have, I have this situation going on in my body or whatever. I guess that's what I believe. Yeah. And he says, now, what do I believe about it? Yeah. And so it's, it's always be bringing me back around right now to, to where he's at, how he sees things, what he believes, so that I can begin. In. And it's not just a matter of getting that scripture down in there, but, but the scripture does change your, I mean, it, it does change your attitude with the washing of the water of the word. It changes your paradigm. It changes how you think. Yeah. Uh, but he's wanting me to see his heart behind it. What does he really truly believe? Just even about the word, even about what he says, what is behind it? What is the very heart of why he even said it to begin with? What is his purpose in doing that? Because um, he upholds all things by the word of his power. It's not just about the word. It's, it's what's the power behind it? And like it says in 1 Corinthians 15, if I don't know the meaning of the voice, there are so many different voices out there. If I don't know the meaning of the word, a voice, and that word meaning is dunamis in, 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 in um, Greek, it's the power of, if I don't know the power of that voice, if I don't know what's behind it, if I don't know what sends it, if I don't know the impetus, if I don't know the birth of that thing, if I don't know what it was birthed in, if I don't know what sustains that very word, I become a barbarian to him who speaks and him who speaks a barbarian to me. And I, I hate to say it, but it seems like we become a barbarian to, to our heavenly father in so many different ways, because we don't know the power of that voice. We don't know how he thinks. We don't know why he even said these things to begin with. Yeah. And we just think, oh, it's just something written on a page. It's not. It's something that, that when he spoke, it, it set things into motion from the beginning of time. Yeah. Why? Why did he do that? What was his, because he knew some things from the beginning. Yes. And, and he operates by a belief system. Yes. And to find out how he believes, to find out how, what he has faith in <laughs> and to just live by that faith. I just, to me, that blow, it makes it so much more simple to me. I guess that's what it is. Maybe it sounds hard to other people, but it's so much more simple, simple yeah. than trying to have my own faith. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, I, yeah, I, um, yeah, I agree. I agree. It, it, <laughs> it, doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I, I, I'm just like pondering these things myself and I just like, okay, you know, um, just to locate myself in the whole thing. I think, you know, for me, it was, was that kind of, um, if, if I don't understand my purpose, if I don't understand my origin, if I don't understand how that is supposed to align with God's purpose, you know, there's many right. of the, many of the ideas in a man's mind, but it's the purpose of God that prevails. And yeah. I come back to what we started off with is like, what is, 
what is the main thing? You know, what is the main right. thing that's gone? And and it's just like, you know, one guy sat with me one day and I, I, I'd just gone through a crisis, um, a mutual friend that destroyed everything in my life and, and or a mutual friend, a mutual person we know. It just right. destroyed everything in my life. And and everybody rejected me in ministry. You know, they just like, it's amazing. You know, just when you're going through a tough time, everybody just like leaves. And every and I, I mean, people had left the church, you know, the church we had built over 15 years and all the community we had built. And I was really seeking God for, for change. And, and this guy comes along and he destroys everything, you know, and... I was left devastated. My, my children, my family were left devastated. We had no food in the house. It was just, it was just a devastating time. And, and I, I, I couldn't, I didn't understand what was going on. And I sit with a guy in a car one day, this guy, a Baptist pastor. I mean, you know, <laughs> he, he was the only guy that took time out to spend time with me every week. He met right. with me at McDonald's and we had a coffee and a breakfast uh, burger or whatever it was. And, 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 um, and we, we just sit there and I would just share my heart and my, my, you know, in tears, I would be just sharing. And he would just sit there. And the one day I remember we went and sat and he said, come to, come sit with me in the car. And he sits in the car and he says, I want to tell you is I don't believe in, in apostles. I don't believe in prophets. I don't believe in that stuff. But the Lord says to you, <laughs> he begins to prophesy. <laughs> and, I, and I thought, you know, and he said to me, he says, I hope you don't mind. I said, brother, you know, I said, you know, the thing that I'm learning now is that ultimately it doesn't matter what, what stream you come from or, or right. you know, what, what, what tag you put on yourself. We are all under the cross. And right. if we if we we may disagree on a lot of things, I'm, I mean that's just life. But when we come to the fact is, do we agree that Jesus is King and Lord, right? And that He died on the cross, to, you know, for us so that we can, you know, that we can be saved. This is yes, I said so. Then there's no argument. I mean that that keep the main thing the main thing. Let's you know, is like right. a couple sat with me one day. You know, do you believe? that uh, women can be elders. And I said, well, actually, it's, it's not a point of discussion. You know, why, why do we want to go there? Right. Um, and, and I was supposed to now work with them and stuff. And, and they pushed me. They pushed me for an answer. And I kept saying, it's not an issue. It, why do we want to make this an issue? And, and no, because we want, your, we want to know where you stand on this. I said, well, it doesn't really matter. You know, what I stand on is that we need elders. And, right. and that's it, you know, let's not go into controversial, you know, arguments about debates about terms and technologies or, or technicalities is the word, you know, right. Not right now, it's not, not the place we can discover that. No, we want to know. So I said, well, this is where I stand on it. You know, the, from, from what I understand from scripture, that's what I'm, that was it, baby. Cut off, gone, no more talk. Um, right. You are, you are leprous. You know, it doesn't matter that we agree that Christ is, is you know, is the anointed one, the Messiah, the King of Kings, um, that he died on the cross for us. That doesn't matter that God is our Father. No, that doesn't matter. It's now the issue, the technical issue at hand. And I thought, right. how religious can you get? 
you know, is that Im we immediately eliminate everybody because, and that's why, Steve, I mean, the bottom line is, you know, you and I, we're not prepared to debate and argue with people. We walk away and say, well, I, we may not be to all, but we are to some. That's it. Right. <laughs> Well, it says, him that is weak in faith, um, Romans 14, receive you, I mean, receive that person, but yes. not to doubtful disputations. So, right. but <laughs> the thing that got me is who determines that they're weak in faith? Yeah. You probably think that they are because they believe certain things. Ah, so yes. go ahead and receive them, yes. but not to doubtful dis. Don't hold that against them in their heart or try to convince him, uh, you know, let him that eats despise him that eateth not, or don't let him that eats despise him that eateth not, let not him that eats, you know, judge him that eats, uh, for God hath, God hath received him. Yeah. Who are you that judges another man's servant? To yeah. a man's own servant, he's a master, he stands or falls. Yeah. So, you know, one man esteems one day above another, a man, another man esteems them all alike. One man says, you got to do it on Saturday. Another one says, you got to do it on Sunday. Another one says, oh, you got to start Friday night at the, at the sun going down because that's really the true stuff. I mean, and he's saying, he's saying, don't judge somebody else because they're, they're trying to follow Christ because it says God holds them up. God is a alone is able to make them stand in verse four. Yeah. But, but you, it says, let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind, but don't you start doing all this stuff. That's going to make everybody try to change their mind or try to convince everybody to your way of thinking. He yeah. that eats, eats unto the Lord yeah. for he giveth God thanks. And he that doesn't eat, to the Lord he doesn't eat and gives God thanks. So why why are you guys even why are you guys even messing with this? Yeah. So you know, don't don't keep disputing over don't these doubtful disputations you're bringing into question things that don't need to be brought into question. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And, and now somebody that's given to me, somebody that's walking beside me, somebody that feels like they're supposed to be going the same direction I'm going uh, and the Lord has joined us together, then, yeah, we, we can discuss some of those things. And yes, we can we can hammer them out. And yes, iron sharpeneth iron. But in the meantime, I'm not here. I'm not just going to whack up against your your thinking all the time because I think it's I think it's wrong. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. That's oh man. <laughs> I, I I think back over the years and I think, oh gosh, there's been so many occasions like that. You know, I mean I'm just like I I just want to embrace people and say, let's walk, let's build the relationship. You know, right. that if you're open to relationship, let's build the relationship. Let you know, I will share with you who I am, and you can share who you are. And somewhere, somewhere along the line, the twain, the two, the twain shall meet. You know, is that right. we, we will we will discover things. And but you know, bottom line, Steve, it takes maturity to do that. Right. You see, it takes spiritual maturity for for, and I, I don't want to applaud you and I in that sense, but it's um, it, let's do it. 
<laughs> but it's our maturity and our ability to sit and and discuss things and and you know I mean this is where this conversation has has arisen from weekly is just from from an ability to say okay you know we got something in common and and um, our commonality was something we connected we connected at on a river trip you know it's just like right. something happened that we connected and it wasn't huge we just since and then in a crisis you know we discovered we had commonalities that we could and we began to build a relationship from right. from that point onwards and and you know this there's, there's I, I, you probably if we scratch around we'll find things we agree on and disagree on and oh and i'm like sure we don't like you know that that's just live i said to michelle she goes stop teasing me and i said because i like you she said well you don't like me very much if you're teasing me. I, said, no, <laughs> I like you a lot. She goes, well, why do you tease me? I said, because you're my best friend. You know, it's, yeah. it's just how I treat my best friend. You know, it's just like, I mean, I've got to endure your jokes. I mean, you know, it's just like, who does that? You know, it's just yeah. like. Yeah, <laughs> who enjoys your jokes? <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I'm talking about you. <laughs> So, oh, yeah, that's what I mean. Who enjoys your jokes, Steve? So, who actually will laugh? <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I laugh to tears, and you know, it's just like, um, and I, I, yeah. I enjoy Pete them. Pete Moss. <laughs> yeah. What's your name today? Pete Moss. Yeah, right. <laughs> not, not, not Philip Wu. Not, not Phil Dirt. Yeah, not <laughs> Phil Dirt. So, you know, it's just like, <laughs> but that takes, it, it does. It takes a, a maturity to say, okay, you know what? Yes, we don't agree on everything, but we're coming together. Because we have a commonality, and the commonality is Christ. It, you know, is is our faith for, in, with, to, by um, Christ, <laughs> and and yeah. that's it. You know, we have this commonality, and so now we build a mature relationship where you and I can walk together for how many years now? I mean, it's been twenty yeah. years of of discussing, 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 and working. Yeah through you know difficulties and and being transparent with each other without condemnation without judgment without talking about each other behind each other's backs to make right. ourselves look better you know it's just like we that that takes and that's unfortunately you know we come back to another theme in this whole process is that that's unfortunately what we don't find in the body of Christ is a lot of right. maturity you know we find a lot it of says, yeah a lot of Maturity. It says that no two can walk together unless they be agreed. Okay. Yeah. But it doesn't mean. What if? Let me let me put it this way. What if that doesn't mean agree on every single circumstance or detail? What if it means that we just agree, like you've said from the very beginning, or not the beginning? It took a while for us to come to this, but our our relationship is non-negotiable. Yeah. Exactly. When you come to a place like that, it's, it's, that's agreement. It's not, it's not that I have to agree on every little single thing that you are saying necessarily, or your ideas that you think, because, yeah. you know, I'll sit there or you sit there sometimes whenever I say something and I can tell your wheels are turning like, Hmm, I don't know. <laughs> you know I, 
Hmm. <laughs> you know, because you're processing whatever it is I'm saying. And I'm not looking for everybody to agree with everything that I'm saying. It's just, can we agree that our relationship is non-negotiable? Can we agree that Christ alone is Lord? And that's where a lot of times, if you go back to the relationship thing, a lot of, a lot of believers cannot even come to that with their spouses. Yeah. This relationship becomes negotiable as soon as you, as soon as I'm not happy. Yeah. Yeah. Or I feel if you like, don't make me happy. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, if, if I feel like you disagree with my point of view, you know, it's just right, like, right. 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 Um, you either have to change for me uh, or there's no go, you know, it's just right. Doesn't work. Right. And, and it won't work. And, and unfortunately, that's we, we bring religion into our relationships at home and make them yeah. negotiable, as negotiable as they are outside of, of our home. You know, just like, right. um, you know, that was the one thing, Michelle, and I just said, look, we, we'll, we disagree and we disagree heatedly. Um, and we did not see eye to eye. We come from different backgrounds, different culture. Uh, you know, so it was like a, a, um, a major challenge. But the one thing we agreed on is that it's not negotiable. You know, it's right. just like, uh, I, sometimes you're not my best friend. You know, it's just like, I don't right. feel like you're my best friend, but it is like, but the relationship is non-negotiable. Just because right. I feel like that or I don't agree with you doesn't mean I give up on our relationship ever. Um, right, right. Know, that, that's just the bottom line of it. But yet, what's in the spiritual is in the natural, you know. So the the people of the world are looking at the church and don't see that. They see no splits. Mm -mm. They see, uh, and I understand where a lot of it comes from. But you know, it's just like the relationships are bad. So they don't see, and it affects a lot of people. Let me tell you something. It's like so many people are affected. Not by the doctrine, by the teaching. It's just that we cannot come to a place of agreement. Right. And I'm not talking about doctrinal agreement, relational agreement. Again, if, right. if that's how wishy-washy you are, how are you going to treat me? You know, it's right. just like, and I, I, fear for, I fear for young people in that sense because they're excited. They, they, you know, they go and they become part of things and, and I think to myself, yeah, what happens when you do something wrong? Will they still accept you? Will you know, or right. will they reject you? We've seen that so often. People walk away, whatever, you know, it's just like it's not right. It's just do you know why have you ever heard of the denomination free Methodists? Free Methodists. What, yeah, free Methodists. Is that a break off from not free Methodists? Yes, it's break off from the Methodist Church. Right. Do you know why they were called Free Methodists or one of the main reasons they left or split? Because at that time, the, the Methodist church had pews that were family pews. They were family. Uh, each family basically bought their pew or it was their pew. You know, that, that was the place that they sat. Uh, nobody else could sit there. So you would, you would buy, basically buy your pew or you would have, you know, that was your family, like your family plot. <laughs> you plot yourself down every week. Well, the free Methodists believe that you should be able to be free to sit wherever you want. Yeah. <laughs> Sad, isn't it? 
there was another church I heard of that that split because of the color of the carpet. Some of them wanted one color, another one's wanted another color, and they couldn't agree, so they split. Yeah. Wow. The one thing I've learned, Steve, is that that's religion. Religion has relig most wars have been caused by because of a religious spirit. You know, is we right. have atrocities committed in the world through religion, and I'm not just talking about Christianity religion. I'm talking about all sorts of religions have created right. massacres from you know of, of people through through yeah. religion and and, and say uh, it's in the name of God. And call it in the name of the God or a God or in, right. in the name of God, you know. And the thing, the thing we always look for is, um, is that I look for now is that when somebody divides people, whether mm. it's whether it's um, overtly or uh, or covertly, if they dividing or implying division, they are right religious there's a religious mm. behind the thing you know is that yeah, the this jesus said the sons of god are peacemakers he said you know mm. blessed are those who make peace because they shall be called the sons of god and peacemaker there is not passive making passivity it's about reconciliation it's about the the power of bringing peace into a situation that's reconciliatory that is like where, where there's no aggression, there's no uh, conflict, there's no, um, you know, disputations about things. It's, it's peace. It's a peaceful transaction of relationship. And they are called, that, that is the mark. That was the first time Jesus spoke about the sons of God. He says, if they blessed, and that was a sermon on the mount, because he said, blessed are the, peacemakers because they shall be called the sons of god and hmm. uh, you know it's like where is that in the world you know it's just or in the church or in whatever so if we if we are if we find somebody that is dividing people you can be sure um that they are they are religious because they're going to be you know that's what religion does right? whatever form or fashion it comes in Right. It says a forward man soweth strife and a whisperer separateth chiefest of friends. Yeah. And when you realize that that somebody's coming in and always trying to separate yeah. friends or separate um just separate. Yes. There's a something behind that. Yeah. And because the demonic, the demonic, you know, the Luciferic strategy is divide and conquer. You know, is if I can divide everybody based upon whatever concept I can find that's, right. you know, relevant to today's, uh, you know, trends. Um, I can, if I can divide them, I can conquer them. And right. uh, we, we somehow forget that, you know, historically it's there. And religiously, it's there, and and of course, religion again is not necessarily just right. Well, even Sun Tzu's Art of War, yeah, that's one of the things he says in there. That's a strategy okay. is to separate, yeah, to divide, yeah. divide them, and cut them off from their supply from one another, so that they you can take them, right? And that's and that's all. It's all the strategy 
whether it's communism or you know whatever whatever religion wants to uh, you know impose themselves um they that's what they use you know and that's right you know you and i've experienced somebody that does that will divide right. relationships divide marriages just conquer, oh yeah you know and and it's it's sad I mean, yeah. Matthew, I'm, I'm just looking at a couple of other translations here of what Jesus said. And it says um, in the Amplified, it says, Blessed are the makers and maintainers of peace, for they will express his character and be called the sons of God. Mm. So it takes maturity to express his character. The, I think the Message Bible says you're blessed when you can show people how to cooperate instead of compete or fight. And that's right. when you discover who you really are and your place in God's family. <laughs> it was, I think I told you I had this dream and, and you know, if, if you, if you don't want this in there, you can cut it out, but uh, it was before our elections. And I kept, I kept, I think it was before. Ele- anyway, I kept hearing this. Um, uh, well, it was Joe Biden. Uh, he was in my dream and he was, he was giving gifts to people and he was saying, I'm a peacemaker. I'm a peacemaker. Join with me. I'm a peacemaker. And he would give these big, big gifts to everybody. And he says, I'm a peacemaker. I'm a peacemaker. And as, as soon as I awakened, it, it was the end. It was the tag end of that for they should be called the sons of God. The intent of that was, you shall see me as God, or you shall see me as a son. You shall look to me as a son of God or as a God. Right. And that's what it was bothering me. Even in the dream, I kept saying, why is he saying that? I mean, it just, it really grated on me. And here are these big gifts and people are receiving these great gifts with gladness, you know, and, and he kept saying, I'm a peacemaker. And the underlying thing was, it was a, it was a very sinister uh, because he was saying, I, I'm a son of God. I'm a, I'm basically, I'm God at that point. Yeah. And I'm going, Holy smokes. This is now I didn't share that with a lot of people. I shared it with a few people. Yeah. But it was, it was scary to me. I mean, it was, it was one of those things that, Hey, wake up, you know, cause this is, this is happening. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I'm thinking there's there's so much that's where that deception can come in so slick and so smooth and so easy that I need a brother. I need brothers and sisters. I need somebody else that will stand up for the sake of the relationship, even even at, at the risk of losing the relationship, but saying, hey, look, you're getting off the track here. Steve, you know, I mean, really, you might want to consider this other area here and look at this because, man, you're getting way off track here. I don't want to just have pleasant things from somebody all the time. You know, I I want to have um, I want to have that, not the difficulties, but I want to have somebody that will actually challenge me if I'm going off the track. Right. Exactly. And that's Otherwise, just relationship, just bringing a, a, another perspective to you. It doesn't, right. mean, it doesn't mean it has to be imposed on you. It's just like consider something else, you know? Right, right. Yeah, and but yet, 
you know, that whole, that whole thing then became very, in fact, it's still divisive. The whole, that whole mentality about even in our government thing right now, you know, the, that whole idea, the whole concept, the whole uh, conscript or uh, structure that we've got right now is so divisive. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it divides, it divides ethnicity. It divides uh, cultural things. It divides, um, well, religion, of course, but it divides, it divides God from our structure it divides everything. And I'm, I'm thinking, man, this is, this is not good. It's supposed to, it's supposed to be United States, not the separated, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm not supposed to, it's not supposed to bring this divide and conquer thing. Yeah. So. In, in, Jesus said to the disciples, the disciples bickered over which one of them would be considered the greatest in the kingdom. <laughs> yeah. And Jesus interrupted the argument saying the kings and men of authority in this world rule oppressively over their wow. subjects. Yeah, Listen yeah. to this. Claiming that they do it for the good of the people. Wow. They are, they are obsessed with how others see them. But wow. this is not your calling. <laughs> You will lead by a different model. And I'm a peacemaker. I'm a peacemaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know, that's. I'm that, an apostle. I'm an apostle. I'm, I'm a, a prophet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, whatever, whatever it is, and, and it's like the 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 apostle only sees things through his apostolic kind of perspective. You know, that's right. You know, um, some say I'm of, and I'm of, and I'm of, and but you just can't. You're still babies. You need to be fed on milk because you cannot handle when you talk like that. And that's exactly what we're seeing, whether it's in the right. natural, in the spiritual. It's like, I'm of this. When I read, that's why I kept saying, is like, and somebody quoted me and said, well, you know, that's not a way to think about it. And I said, well, how do you think about it? Is that right. when one says, I'm of this president or I'm of that president or I, you know, it, it's not about the personality. It's about the principle is right. what is, what is foundationally where, where everything should go. You're not, you're not looking at anything else. You're just going, I'm of, and that just reveals all the, the um, insecurity. It reveals all the immaturity. It reveals the carnality of the church. It reveals right. it, you know, it's just like, uh, it's not about who you stand for, who you don't. It's like they ask, they ask me, you know, what, who do you stand for? I said, the kingdom of God. That's what I stand for. Right, right. <laughs> you know, every system is going to fail. I stand for the kingdom, but I look for who aligns the best with those principles that, right. that we can have within the context of where we are right now. And yeah, you know, if I'm seeing this the, the divisiveness, the whatever i'm going there's something wrong with with the with the um with the principle involved behind this who who's promoting the worst principle <laughs> you know right. uh, it's it's just not right it's just not right well even it it gets down to a point where well you believe in that guy well you're an idiot yes well now we say, we see the the true because now the next step is to demean Right. And then it's to it's to uh, demolish. So right. um, first the, the demeaning starts, and then the next thing is okay. We've got to eliminate. We've got to destroy. Right. We've got to uh, you know 
you know, we've got to diminish them altogether because um, right. in one form or another, because, you know, now they are a threat to our religion. Um, right. And that's where the problem begins. That's, that's true. And that's what it's become, basically, is a yeah. religion. Yes, it is. It is a religion. Every ism is a religion, you know. So, right. um, and unfortunately, many in the church have, you know, sort of have gravitated to that same kind of mentality and that same kind of spirit. Um, and we, you know, and again, it's like not passive. You know, uh, it's not talking about passivity. It's like I'm for Christ and and. Uh, I'm for his kingdom, but I'm talking about amongst ourselves. You know, we've become yeah. very, um, you know. Oh, anyway. I know there are some people that that feel like they're called to make a difference in in the world system or whatever, and and I believe you know, in that. Yeah, and once again, you know, before a man's own mastery stands or falls, I'm not going to sit there and argue with them or say anything else. But there must have been a reason why Christ avoided the political. Um, structure of the era and the time in which he lived because he he never really got involved and he invested himself in the 12 guys um that were going to change that were going to change the viewpoint or the very mind structure the very structure behind everything it wasn't it wasn't trying to change the system it was changing the hearts of the men or changing hearts of people and that would eventually change the system. Yeah, he never addressed the political system of the day. Never. No. Never now, and he I did the religious. I, always. Always. <laughs> yeah, you whitewashed sepulchers. Yeah, yeah. You. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Damned are you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, yeah he, he didn't hold back on that, man. But you see, right. he, Jesus, his leadership model um, and his strategy, he knew where transformation begins. It begins right. in the heart and the mindset of men. That's it. You know, it's just like it, it doesn't start anywhere else. It doesn't come by um, how popular you are. Um, and that's right. what he's going is, is like they are obsessed with how others see them. And, and uh, you know, it's like there, there's where your problem lays right there. So um, I think we, 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 and that's where I've enjoyed going back to the Gospels, reading them again and listening to it over and over and, and listening for Jesus' way of doing things. He's straight. Right, right, uh, right. It's like the transformation. He transforms the world by, with 12 guys. Right. What, what a leader. What an incredible leader. I mean, he didn't right. need a building with, you know, he took a... Tear this temple down, I'll build it in three days. Yeah. What? Yeah. How are you going to do that? How, it's taken years to build this temple. you got, you got yeah. no idea what you're thinking about. <laughs> yeah. Then he says, you are the temple. You are the building. You are yeah. the, yeah. And you go, oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. exactly. I, in fact, I'm just reading here. And he says, uh, you are, he's talking to the disciples now. He says, you are those who have remained and have stood by me in my trials. And just as my father has granted me a kingdom, I grant you the privilege that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom. And so, you know, it's just like another translation says that I'm, I'm assigning you the kingdom. Wow. Uh, and, and it's just like, that, that's where it's at, you know, is that he came, 
he began to establish what was lost in Genesis, showed them what it looks like, and said, now transformation has to happen in you and be taken to everybody else. And he right. breathed on them the Holy Spirit and said, here comes wow. the, the beginning of this thing. With you. Here comes the sun. Dude, Here dude. comes the sun. Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a good thing we laugh at our own jokes. We, <laughs> it's true. And laugh at our own conversations. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I don't know about you, Steve, but I, I believe we are convinced. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, so it says, cool. let every man be convinced or fully persuaded in his own mind. I'm yeah, fully I'm persuaded. That I'm funny sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> then my dad jokes work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll even like Connie says, "Why do you laugh at your own jokes?" And I say, "Yeah, I think it's funny." <laughs> I'm fully persuaded. <laughs> I'm fully persuaded. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I have no question about my yeah. humor. <laughs> You know, it's like, I think sometimes, Steve, I, I think about, I go back, you know, I, I don't know if this happens to you, but sometimes like I'm standing shaving and I think about something I said like 20 years ago, 25, yeah. 30 years ago, and I think, what an idiot. <laughs> you were so convinced you were right. And what an idiot. It's just yeah. like, oh my gosh. I said good. something yesterday. I said something yesterday, uh, well, last evening. And... Um, <laughs> I start laughing, you know, just chuckling. And Connie says, you know, you know what's bad? She said, is sometimes you say something and it's so absurd and so stupid that it's funny. <laughs> and she says, I sit here trying to figure out what is my own idiocy that I'd laugh at something. What is wrong with me that I would laugh at something like that? <laughs> It would even come out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank yeah. God. We're still under construction. Right? Yeah. What's wrong with me that I would laugh at something like that? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, I'm glad, though, that, that the Lord's given us wives that will look at us in a certain way going, Really? <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Are you oh, serious? I, I've had to speak to that guy for 40 years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. It's, oh, it's, well. But, you know, that's part of the thing where if that relationship is not, if you're not secure, knowing that that relate if my wife like she does she doesn't laugh at hardly anything you know i mean i'll try <laughs> i'll try <laughs> my best to make her laugh you know and she gives me that kind of that stare or that look you know like serious um but that's one of those things where if we're not secure in that relationship that would really that would really yeah. bother you if that's what you're seeking all the time exactly no, exactly right. If, I mean, if you if you want if you were obsessed with how you were perceived, um, you know, it's just like okay, you would be in trouble. I would be yeah. too. Especially. But our relationship is non-negotiable. But that's the point, you know. It's just like not every day are you, you know. We always think we're pretty, you know, but we're not always that pretty, you know. So um, we always think we're nice. We're always right. We always, 
you know, we always, our point of view is perfect, you know. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is it isn't. But, you know, yeah. and but we think we're right, they're wrong. And so now we never agree. And, you know, somewhere along the line, this bitterness begins to grow in my heart that I think I'm right, she's wrong. And, right. you know, therefore the relationship. That's where that root of bitterness defiles many. Right. And then we bump into somebody else that we think, right. oh, look, they, they actually agree with me more than my own wife does, you know? And, right. Well, we don't realize that they are basically, um, you know, putting on the agony and putting on the show. Make right. Good. And, and, you know, then we find, you know, well, they agree until you marry them, you know, you leave, right. leave your wife and you marry somebody else and you find out, oh, they kind of disagree with me as well, you know? So, right. Um, but, and, you know, maybe sometimes we are right and somebody else, you know, they are wrong, but, you know, it's not our responsibility to impose on them our rightness. Um, right. it's, it's the relationship that has to grow to the place. Don't again, you think? Don't you think that in any, even the ugliest person, I mean, the ugliest person in the world is getting ready to go out. And at some point they look in the mirror and they shake their hair and they go, cha-ching. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. thumbs up. I'm ready to go. You know, yeah. this is the, this is, I'm looking good right now. I mean, <laughs> you, you've got to you've got to come to a place in your own life where you, you look in the mirror like that and go, I mean, everybody does. You look in the mirror and go, yeah, that's, I'm ready to go. And it's, you think it's the perspective that you're looking at. You see? Yeah. You're fully persuaded. Come out of the shower and like, I was, maximized whole time. <laughs> you know, just like really? <laughs> I, yeah. come out of, I come out of Michelle just lost at me. You know? just like, <laughs> well gonna... that's that's why I stopped using that shampoo as a body wash that says full body. I just uh I don't it just the every time I step out of the shower I'm look more full. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I must, uh, yeah, I'll stop using that one too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, volumizer. That's what uh, I need is a volumizer. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> you must go with the, with the, the firm and strong one. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The muscles are firm and strong. Yeah, don't want that silky mess there. Yeah, silky, vol silky volumizer. But oh, we're talking trash now. <laughs> yeah, talking trash. But but it's all a lesson, man. It's all a lesson. Yeah, that's right. You can turn anything into a lesson. Yeah, we can. We can. It's like you know, when people listen, you know, you tell the stories and you tell the same stories over and over again, and people go, oh, I've heard that before. Yeah, but there's a lesson in them them, them hills, you know, in these stories, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, you gotta get the lesson, man. You gotta get the lesson. That's right. No, well, I just know that I just know that there's there's something that you you have said from the very well not the beginning but like the last couple of years that has really impacted my life is that that one statement our relationship is non-negotiable. Yeah. And if we could get more people to realize that it's not about 
disputing with somebody. It's not about the doubtful disputations. It's receiving one another because before a man's own mastery stands or falls, I'm not here to try to convince you to my way of thinking. I'm not here to try to get you to believe the way I believe. I'm here to follow Christ. You're there to follow Christ and we can follow Christ together. Yes. And uh, it doesn't matter if I disagree a little bit on different things. If I do, Um, the point is we have a very big God who accepts us and makes us to stand as says in Romans chapter 14, you know, he's the one that makes us to stand. And uh, I just, it's not, it's not about trying to convince anybody anymore, but if you don't agree, well, if it's in demonstration and power of the Holy Spirit, then believe what he, then what, believe what he's doing. And I'm not going to try to convince anybody anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, you don't have to try and convince them. Um, no. I've, I've also, like, that it doesn't have to happen like that anymore. You know? <laughs> no. Like you said, Ed, the Gentiles do it that way. Don't you do it that way. Exactly. Exactly. No, good. Thank you, Steve. Um, well, thank you. It was great sharing again. I appreciate it. And um, yeah, we we must catch up, catch up some more. When I'm on my yeah. long drives, I must give you a call and talk. And we'll record that too. We'll record <laughs> that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Uh, this was birthed out of hey, so. Maybe we could share this with somebody else. You know, the things that we're talking about, maybe that would benefit somebody else or just get them to thinking again. Yeah. Get them to thinking along these. Because that's the main thing. It's not, it's not doing this as a podcast, although that's, you know, that's what we're doing. But this is, this is just recording what we talk about. Yes, Exactly. Exactly, and we're keeping the main thing the main thing. I, I love that you keep bringing us back to that because, uh, you know, it, it, keeps, it keeps it away from trying to be this professional, smooth, scheduled, scripted kind of approach, but it's raw, unedited, just you and I talking, and if somebody wants to be involved in, in what we are sharing with each other, and then great. If they don't, it's also great, you know. <laughs> right. You know, so yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah. All righty. Well, you're gonna you're gonna be hitting the ground running this week, hopefully again. Yeah. No, it looks like it's. it's already, well, that's good. It's already starting tomorrow. So. Really. Yeah. Wow. So, so it's um it's busy, but it's great. I'm enjoying it tremendously. That's good. Well, also too, you're working on your own schedule you're working on your own time yeah and um not not limited to a salary you know right yeah and that's the thing about any type of job like that it's that you're not limited to the exact amount of hours that you work is is how little you get paid (laughs) yeah yeah Um, yeah no that's it you know it's as much as i want to and as little as i want to you know so right I sometimes I just take a day off and, and just um, you know say okay I'm tired now and I'm going to just spend time on some other things and I can do that you know I think that's the that's the great thing about being on top renewal you know it's just like right um, 
yeah, another topic for another time. Yeah. All righty. Well, thank All right, you. Man. Love you. All right, catch you, you later. Love catch you. you later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, Dave.